recording. Hello and welcome to The Principles, a real estate podcast. I am your host, Ashley Ballio, and I am a broker owner who practices real estate in sunny South Florida. Today we are doing another story time. And today's story is on the importance of expertise. When you invest in yourself to understand not only real estate, but to be educated on current market conditions, and what that might mean as far as opportunities for your principals, your clients, you can change lives. And so this wasn't the easiest story. I'm not going to pretend I wasn't stressed out of my gourd throughout the whole entire sale, but the ultimate reward in the life-changing result for my client was everything. So back in 2020, we are in the thick of COVID. It is a bit uncertain because mortgage forbearance is going on and people just do not know what to expect. In real estate in South Florida, what that created was an insane market where there were some monetary opportunities for people with interest rates bottoming out and an absolute influx of buyers coming to the market because money was near free at sub 3% interest rates. And what that meant was just insane growth, insane inflation. Our local market saw up to 70% increase in values in many neighborhoods. So at that time, I also was having a little bit of personal drama. During 2020, my husband was opening a second franchise because we met doing restaurants And I thought I was going to be so clever and surprise him with new flooring when he was away for the grand opening day. As soon as we went to have my my crew who helped me with all my listings, when we gussy up, fix floors, do all that great stuff, I had the crew come in at 8 a.m. as soon as he left for the grand opening and swap out my floors. When we went to do it, everything was just soaked. We were lifting up laminate and just discovering tons of particle board that had been laid to even out our foundation. And it it was an absolute disaster. So that led to an opportunity where we had to flood cut everything, move out of our house, do the full insurance racket. It was stressful. And one of the vendors that came into my house to help us replace our closet systems was talking to her assistant about basically letting her house go for $500,000. Well, as soon as anybody mentions a house, when you are a real estate agent, your ears perk up. We are nosy. We are involved. We we cannot help ourselves. So of course, I'm just standing probably a bit closer to them than I should as they're going through the house measuring. And I just start asking probing questions. Oh, your house is on the market. Well, no, no, it's not yet. But this person is telling me that they can list it for $500,000. Oh, really? 500. Okay. Well, what neighborhood are you in? And she happened to mention a neighborhood that was pacing well ahead of anything in a half a million dollar range. And I'm nosy. So I was like, Hey, you know what? Like, tell me more, tell me more about what he's offering you. Why, why does that seem like a good value to you? What is making you comfortable with this? Of course, the question before any of this was, are you currently under contract with him? Cause I'm not interested in losing my license. But as soon as I realized there was no contractual obligation between this lovely human and 
and the person who was giving her horrible advice, I started butting in because again, realtors were terrible, but she essentially told me that she was in a terrible situation. Her house's roof was leaking her. She had some water intrusion issues in her own home and she wasn't in a position to address any of it because she had recently had to declare bankruptcy because drug addiction had impacted her family and her savings had been wiped and she was left in a position to care for her family without really any resources. And this is happening in the thick of a pandemic and I, my heart just like broke for her. So of course, so I was like, listen, you do not have to list with me, but you need to list for at least this amount of money because right now your house is being foreclosed on but the banks aren't legally allowed to do it. You have an opportunity because of this pandemic that might be horrific for everybody else, but it is literally going to save your life. If you handle this correctly, you are going to be able to, instead of have your house taken away through foreclosure, you're going to be able to sell your house and pocket a boatload of cash, start your life over and you're going to be okay. I was like, but you just, you got to let me help you or connect you with somebody who will as normally happens in this business, when somebody's telling you like, it doesn't have to be me, it's always going to be you. Like I've never had, I really don't do a strong arm tactic. I never force a listing agreement to get signed on my initial appointment. And the reason I'm never acting out of like, work with me, you need me is I haven't been burned yet. Um, Usually when I start talking to people about real estate, I get the opportunity to work with them. And basically me understanding what was going on in the COVID environment and her unique situation, I saw an opportunity for her that she might not, well, she definitely didn't know about it. She was getting bad advice. (laughs) So this is where the story gets a little wild though, because in theory, it's roses, it's nice, it's awesome. But you heard me talk about that leaking roof. You heard me talk about just, it was interesting. And so I ended up personally using my real estate budget because at that time sales were going well. Thanks again, thanks to the market, everything was going nuts. I was busy enough and I was able to front money from my expenses. I wrote it into the listing agreement to protect myself, but eventually I was going to get reimbursed from proceeds at closing, but you can't sell a house with a leaking roof. You got to get that roof fixed. She didn't have the resources. I, I did. I know several roofers and I have great resources for being in this industry. You can't really exist in your market as a professional without making great contacts. And the more business you send to amazing professionals, turns out the the easier your life becomes. Because then when you call the person that you've sent, like even my painter, I sent five, his last five jobs were all sent by me. So when I needed one of them done on the cheap, he underbid it by $3,000 to help my client. So your micro lesson there is, of course, make sure you have good contacts to serve your clients. But now we're going to tell you why this story just got wild. So initially, I engaged this client knowing that I was going to use some of my budget to improve her property. I was going to get the roof repaired so that it could transfer on sale. Obviously, you only appeal to cash buyers if you can't get insurance and you're automatically at a disadvantage. But a roof repair can last you quite some time. And as long as you qualify for the insurance, you're golden. So we repaired the roof. We repaired some leaks. We obviously had an airtight seller's disclosure to make sure we weren't taking advantage of anyone. And that was the initial plan. 
as we started getting the house improved, more and more things were coming to light where ultimately at two weeks before listing, I was $7,500 invested in getting this house ready. And that wasn't even the beginning of it because this woman who is obviously in a high stress situation was also a bit unpredictable just due to the nature of her life. It, I don't know that I would hold myself with any more grace and I probably would find ways to cope as well. Her coping mechanism was being a really good duck mom. She had three amazing kids, but she also had two really pretty, I, I believe they're called peeking ducks. Like they're the white ones. They're the Easter ducks you see in all the commercials. But this woman, to be a good duck mom, loved letting the ducks eat spaghetti in the house. And of course, on our initial listing walkthrough, I'm coaching her on, hey, that beautiful duck crate in the yard, they would be so happy there. Let's put the ducks in the yard. And I'm like, okay, guys, my pressure washer is going to be at your house in two days. After that, these ducks better not be in the house. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm going to have to find a farm. And this is where real estate gets tricky. You are trying to help somebody change their lives radically, but people are still people and selling is still emotional regardless of the benefit. As the professionals, we see the upside. We see the money that's going to come to them, the opportunity, the, it is very easy to be practical about real estate when you are doing several transactions a month and it's not your house. It's not where your memories were made. The emotions for it are very it's easy to pull away from the potential trauma it causes to your client. But then you also, as a professional, have to manage the trauma that your client does to you. So this is the first deal I went big bucks all in getting the house ready for market. I've done it since, and it's actually been built in as a component to my business strategy because I realized it's a lot easier to get people to agree to reimburse you and accept the proposed changes than it is to tell people to spend their own money on the proposed changes. But in this instance, it was the first time I'd put big money out and it was right after I had spent about $600 just water blasting, pressure washing the roof, the the sidewalk, the the very poop-filled pool enclosure because of the ducks. And we finally had this place looking great where it would honestly appeal to most. It it was a beautiful house. Again, this is a a very fancy community. Half a million was too cheap. So that should give you context as to the type of life it was offering to the new buyer. But as I walk in for photos after everything had been perfected, she's not there, of course. The, The kids aren't there. We always schedule it to have free access to the home to capture the appropriate social media content and basically stay out of our professional videographer and photographer's way. But when I walk in, the only occupants in the house were two ducks eating spaghetti. Yes, like honestly. So this house was perfect. And I'm now chasing ducks that honestly hate me. They knew that I wanted them out of the property. And I had to corral them into their cages and then clean up the spaghetti from the floor. And so at this point, This is now why I tell all my agents to understand their why. Because if I am in business to make money, I have, I want to hide the ducks in the yard and my client's body. Like I am done. Like I'm over leveraged. I am stressed as all get. 
And to have the ducks back in the house is truly ridiculous. But if my bigger why and what I say is that I'm in this business to change people's lives, well, if I'm in this business to change a life, sometimes that means getting the client out of her own way. And so it also means sometimes you have to be a savage. Those ducks had a new home by the end of the week. And it was because I had a frank conversation with a client of, listen, I know you love these ducks. They're super cute, great ducks. That was a lie. But sometimes you have to tell <laughs> small lies to keep the clients focused. Those ducks were awful. Um, I do like most animals, just to be clear. I'm not trying to make enemies here. But those ducks were spaghetti-eating monsters. And so what I did, I found a local farm, actually a really, really nice family who can also cooperate the fact that those ducks sucked, but they really wanted the ducks. They were already raising chickens and goats. And I cleared it with a seller and I was like, listen, you're about to be in a rental situation anyway. I can assure you ducks are not in the approved pet list. So we're going to have to find them a new home. Let's find them a new home sooner rather than later to make sure that we really are going to sell your house for top dollar because every penny does count. And she agreed to it. And the ducks are now happily living elsewhere. And I still have to send photos two years later to my client of her happy ducks. But hey, that is customer service. <laughs> we are in an industry of keeping people happy and making sure that they do feel cared for. It may have been a lie that I love the ducks, but it wasn't a lie that I want my client to feel good about where her ducks are now because that is an important element to business. But the big moral of that story is we did sell her house. We were able to get multiple offers. We were able to be transparent about the condition, but because the market was insane, we were able to sell the house for $275,000 more than she was told it was initially worth, more than she would have, she was going to settle for. But because I saw an opportunity and she allowed me to get involved on her behalf, we gave her life-changing money. She went from being coming out of bankruptcy to being in foreclosure to having enough to re reestablish herself and her family to be protected. And so even though I think about that deal and some of it just like mirror gives me hives, I honestly, I can feel the goosebumps on some of the stress, like that feeling of seeing those ducks in the house still hits pretty hard for me because I am not a saint, but overall it's, it's really cool to be able to say, you know what, because I take the time to become good at what I do, because I invest in my education, because I want to do right by people, you, you really can change lives. In this industry, it matters so very much. So the big lessons there are, of course, be an expert, know what's going on in your environment, find the opportunities, and then make sure you are talking about those opportunities to others. If you don't know what's going on in your current market, where if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, how's the market? Of course, the first answer is depends. Are you buying or selling? But you better know what the market looks like so that if the person you encounter has a need, you're able to meet it with an opportunity. That is your job as a real estate professional. So of course, stories sell. If you want to use this story as your own, just go hang out on a farm, be traumatized by some ducks, and you'll be ready to go. Thanks for listening.